Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 565. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, here's the headline. We need to surrender our seriousness. Surrender our seriousness. Seriously, seriously, surrender your seriousness. I strongly suggest we surrender our seriousness. Enough alliteration. But the headline here is that this idea we've all developed of hiding weakness. In my experience, the more you try to hide weakness, or at least what we we perceive to be weakness, the weaker we actually become, the more fragile we actually become. It has the opposite effect. Because trying to hide vulnerability, it serves to do one thing specifically, and that is it builds resentment. That's resentment toward yourself and resentment toward others. That really, practically speaking, is the downside of trying to always appear strong, always saying yes, always accommodating other people, hiding what you perceive to be weakness. It serves to make you weaker and it serves to build resentment. And when I say weakness, and I suggest, you know, not hiding it, I'm not saying we should all be walking around like, you know, just sad humans victimizing ourselves saying, I can't do it. I feel too overwhelmed. And, you know, just being that person, having that be your brand and telling everyone that I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being honest with yourself and being honest with other people, taking a day off when you need it, asking for help when you need it, asking for clarity when you don't have it, speaking your mind, prioritizing your mental health, listening to yourself and what you need rather than seeing any vulnerability you might have as weakness. Because here's what I've learned. Analogy, pretending everything is fine, both to yourself and to other people, that's a lie. And it harms you more than anyone else. It's like you're drowning in a swimming pool, but you're telling everyone around you that you're just going for a swim. Yep, yep, I'm fine. No worries, right? Really, this idea of trying so hard to not appear weak, so that you get more out of life. 
Well, it's really the opposite. It has the opposite effect. Wearing a mask of invulnerability, call it, it doesn't actually make you stronger. It makes you more lonely and it builds resentment. So let's talk about this. Let's advocate for us to surrender our seriousness so that we don't wear this mask of trying to never appear weak because there's power in vulnerability. There's power in honesty. But let's work at this topic from the other side. What happens when we mask our feelings from ourselves and from other people? What happens when we're not honest with ourselves and with other people? Well, essentially, it's a battle with an invisible enemy. That is our own expectations of strength. I saw a great tweet from someone named The Do Lab on Twitter. I don't know who it is, but The Do Lab it was really great. And he was talking about the his struggle with masculinity and weakness. And he said the following. He said, Somewhere along the way, I unconsciously started to interpret vulnerability as bad, most likely conditioned beliefs about what it means to be masculine. I could be on the edge of burnout, but still somehow feel that being honest about this was something to be ashamed of. And all this did was build up unjustified resentment. You think keeping it all inside makes it so that you're not victimizing yourself, but in reality you are. Because a true victim carries expectations. I'm staying up so late. They should notice that I look tired. They're supposed to understand that I want support without asking. Right? So well said. That's the idea here. It builds resentment. Like, we can talk about how, you know, be vulnerable. We can say, oh, be vulnerable. Vulnerability creates better relationships. Yeah, absolutely. We can say, you know, be honest with yourself and be honest with others because that that gives you peace. And I'd say, yes, We could also talk about how vulnerability allows you to prioritize your mental health. Yes, absolutely. But let's get more practical. (laughs) The case for being vulnerable. The way that I approach it is that hiding perceived weakness creates resentment. And what more of a draining emotion and mindset is there in life than resentment? That silent, gnawing, heavy, resentful feeling. It's, It's like a poison. It's a quiet poison. And it leaks into our interactions with others and it misguides our perception of ourselves in the world around us. When we're not honest with ourselves, I'm feeling this way, I need this, I need a break and so on, we start resenting other people for not seeing through our facade, for not recognizing the pain we're actually in, but we're not showing. And it's such a a twisted irony and a reflection of how we as humans are wired in weird ways. We're expecting other people to understand what we're deliberately hiding, right? We expect other people to understand what we are deliberately hiding. We intentionally hide perceived weakness, but we expect other people to see through it and understand it. And when they don't, we build resentment. So all this does is it sets us up for failure, everyone up for failure, failure for others to not read our minds, and failure for ourselves for setting an impossible standard in our lives. So think about that, right? Point one, hiding weakness is is poison in relationships of all kinds because it boomerangs back to us. It fuels our own self-criticism. We berate ourselves for not being strong enough to handle our problems alone. And at the same time, we're resentful for having to do that. So it becomes this cycle that traps us in a state of dissatisfaction, resentful dissatisfaction by not expressing our needs, by not expressing our struggles. When we do that, we deny ourselves the opportunity for support and for empathy and for connection. Really important things, right? And then we start viewing the world through a lens of bitterness. 
where we interpret every action or every inaction of other people as a personal slight. They should just know. Don't they get it? Why don't they understand? Right? And this mindset leads to a very distorted and dissatisfied view of the world where we're constantly on the defensive, where we're ready and willing to interpret indifference as a personal attack. I'm sure you know people like this, maybe yourself, right? So regardless, ooh, just describing that was was uh, a little bit draining, right? So what is the solution here? Well, it's in the title, surrender your seriousness. I like that idea, surrender your seriousness. I talked a, uh, a while back about um, that Neil Strauss quote, in the context of relationships where he said that unspoken expectations are premeditated resentment. That's the idea here. But in our inner lives, way more important than relationships, unspoken expectations are premeditated resentment. Yes, unspoken honesty creates resentment in our inner life that spills out and then comes back in. It's a, it's a cycle. And again, it's, it's terribly ironic because the reason we don't want to appear weak is to protect ourselves. It's to protect ourselves from judgment and from loss. But by hiding ourselves, we end up causing more pain because of resentment. So we have to open up. We have to surrender this facade of seriousness that says everything is fine. Everything is fine. Sometimes everything is not fine. And that is so okay. How freeing. What a relief it is to say that. And you don't have to be some sad person walking around saying everything's not fine. No, we're just talking about being honest so that this doesn't build up. It's okay to say everything's not fine. It's okay to take a day off. It's okay to not respond to some texts. It's okay to decline an invite. It's okay to ask for help. We have to let this idea into our lives because otherwise resentment is what develops. And you know, in my life, I've certainly tiptoed around this. I've dipped my toe into this. You know, I'm Case. I'm a man. Men are strong. Men are not weak. Men are not sensitive. Just grind through, head down, keep going. And while certainly I am a big proponent of hard work and doing the difficult things and having a masculine mindset, I've realized that this mask of invulnerability, it doesn't just hide our weakness as we think it does. It hides our strength too. It hides our strength. I did an episode recently on uh, how to be strong, talking about men and, and strength, and basically saying that you can't just blindly overcome something. You have to feel the fear or the doubt or the insecurity first, and then you act, right? From the quote, courage is not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. To be strong, to be a strong person, you first have to feel the emotion that comes from the thing you have to overcome, right? Without feeling, you're not overcoming. It's not true strength, you're not, you have to feel the fear or the insecurity or the doubt, and then you overcome. So hiding your weakness, your vulnerability, it hides your strength. It prevents you from you know, being that strong person who feels first and acts second. So really, vulnerability, this idea, it's not the, the opposite of strength. It's the foundation of strength, truly. It takes courage to, tr to show your true self, to acknowledge your limits, to ask for help when needed. It's not weakness. It's strength. It's strength. The moment you drop the act, the facade, you invite others to do the same, you inspire others to do the same, that should be such a relief for you. It should be a relief because it removes resentment from your life. 
Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. And I'll add a point here. The idea of stoicism has really permeated culture, uh, you know, ever since Ryan Holiday brought it into the limelight, which is great. And there's so much we can learn from this philosophy. But sometimes I've seen that with misinterpretation of stoicism, we start to think that, you know, we can become these unbreakable characters, right? We misinterpret stoicism and we say, oh, I am unbreakable. But the more you try to be unbreakable, the more easily you fall apart. And I think this comes back to how we've misunderstood the idea of stoicism, the philosophy of stoicism. It doesn't encourage you to strive for this like emotionless state in life. It's kind of the opposite. It teaches you the importance of self-control and composure in the face of, of chaos. Stoicism believes in accepting events outside of your control and focusing on your actions and your reactions. But I think a lot of people have misinterpreted this as a call to suppress your emotions and have a have a facade of toughness. So just a point there, because stoicism, at least for a lot of men in, in you know, 2023 and 2024, it's a big topic. We're not doing that. We're surrendering our seriousness by finding calm amidst chaos, certainly. And we're doing that by not allowing resentment to develop. We're facing our fears, we're facing our insecurities, and we're being honest we're being honest. <laughs> and when that's the case, life becomes less about maintaining an image and it becomes more about meaningful connections and growth. Sounds like a win, right? So surrender your seriousness. 
surrender your seriousness. And in action, this is, to me, it's pretty simple. It's about adopting a more lighthearted, more flexible, more genuine approach to life. It means letting go of the constant need to maintain a facade of strength and perfection, right? It means a couple of things. It means embracing humor in your daily life. I talk a lot about being down to clown, laughing it up, levity. Don't take yourself too seriously. Find humor in your mistakes and learn to laugh at them. That I think is the best way to express what you think is weakness. Learn to laugh. Start laughing with other people. Make jokes. It reduces stress and it makes your challenges seem more manageable and therefore you're willing to express them more often. Also, I'd say, you know, be open about your feelings, be open about your struggles. This, of course, is a a core tenant of losing your sense of seriousness. But instead of bottling up your emotions, pretending everything is fine, just be honest with yourself first and with others second. That could be as simple as admitting when you're having a bad day, not always responding, good, how are you? When someone asks, how are, you know, how you're doing, forcing a smile, you can be honest. People want honesty. The people close to you definitely want it. I'd say also alongside of that, ask for help when needed. Ask for help when you need it from the people that you know are there for you. One or two, it doesn't matter if it's one person. Let go of the idea that asking for help is a sign of weakness. Everyone needs help. Everyone needs support, and there's strength in asking for it, and there's psychology. People want to help you. You just have to ask, and be flexible, too. I think in life, some of the reasons we cling to seriousness and strength is we're clinging to a rigid plan, rigid expectations. Be open to change. Be open to adapting when things don't go as planned. That shows a level of resilience, certainly, but also that you're not taking life so seriously. You can adapt to anything, so act like it. Mistakes happen. Let go of, of perfectionism. Making mistakes is a normal part of life. You know, strive for progress. Strive for direction. Don't strive for speed or perfection. That rhymes really well. But be kind to yourself when these things happen. And then lastly, I would say a part of surrendering your silliness is celebrate small victories. Instead of only focusing on the big achievements that you think are, you know, the the exclamation points on strength, celebrate the small things, the small everyday wins. All of this combined, I think, is surrendering your seriousness. And I hope it gives you something to think about. I think practically speaking, this is the cure for resentment, something that we all struggle with, something that goes unnoticed, frankly, for a long time until it exposes itself in big, explosive, unhealthy ways. So surrender your seriousness. Be honest with yourself, be honest with others, and wash away the poison of resentment. Surrender your seriousness. So that's it. I'll end it right here. I hope this was helpful in some way. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this podcast with a friend. Send them the link to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But that's it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.